Blog Talk Radio. Mike G. Pixie, 
fairies. I don't know how you. So what they interbreed or something? Yeah, exactly. You know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. At the end of the day, look, look. All I know at the end of the day, Pixie stations the shit. (laughs) 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 And that's my okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Mine, all right, because some people is hating on that Power Ranger movie, right? Mm-hmm. But see, what they don't realize is that they were true to the nostalgia mm-hmm. that came. Like, I was on my member berries watching Power Rangers, okay? If you've grown up <laughs> looking at Power Rangers, <laughs> if you grew up looking at Power Rangers, it was so corny. Like, we thought that the actors really thought that they were ninjas the way that they were like, Wah! and all that other stuff. And then they had paper mache monsters mm-hmm. and, like, stop-motion graphics and all type of stuff. It was so corny. So for it to be modernized and still have that general level of corniness <laughs> was, like, perfect. What? And I was when I was like, wait, wait, couldn't it be? Aren't they supposed to, like, burst together after some giant they did, it's they did it. Oh. And as soon as they played the theme song, bro, I was, I have a little fingers going, I was like, oh, my God, who is not learning this? I was so geeked out. All right, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. That was a 60-second rant. Oh, yeah, also, I'm going to Yeah, it doesn't, it wasn't really... It, it was, well, I actually pay like 13 First of all, I so it was a lot of money though. Which Power Ranger were you when you were a kid? Uh, the original, with Jason, Tommy, Cameron. No, which Power oh, Ranger oh, were you? Where else would I be? As I, uh, what other Power Rangers could I see myself as uh, living in the hood? Well, I was breaking, dancing, and all that. What is that? Um, I'm like the Red Ranger. <laughs> no! Red Ranger, what? Jason was the weakest of them all. I know. Oh, crying over Kelly ass nigga. She won't you. She won't tell me, fool. She don't fuck with you, but tell me not here. We're coming down here. The only time she's coming out of here. She got other bitches. She's coming out of here. 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 It's, the villain was an ex-ranger well, who happened to have the little yeah. green thing. So well, well, 40, maybe it's going to be a sequel. $40 million a week? Uh, $40 million the first week? Yeah, that for sure making another Power Ranger. That's good money. Yeah. That's good money right there, people. So anyways, we're going to talk about the race killer. The race killer. A.K.A. interracial dating. <laughs> no, don't do that. Somebody listening might be like, what the hell do you mean race killer? That's just, I don't know, fill in the blank. Uh, that's what. Uh, that's what. Weird, I mean, is it wrong? That's what a lot of old white people think is happening. I mean, uh, but you like think about it. I mean, um, a supremacist, right? If we're talking about a race supremacist, like a white supremacist, generally, from what I understand, is, and this is from like people talking to people whose friends are like close friends or racist, white supremacists or whatever. Wait, you have, so, you have close friends who have friends that are racist? Yeah. Don't that make them bite seriously racist? Exactly. <laughs> part because it's like well I see you now it's not necessarily my friend or somebody that I work with but I'm cool with him you know even with all his all my white friends call their white friends crackers and that's how I know we homies I'll be like all right we cool (laughs) what you do with crackers Uh, crackers. he'd be like like, look at all these crackers around here man I can't stand these crackers 
and they white privilege. I'd be like, yo, you white too. He'd be like, man, never mind that. Dang, what I'm mad at. So he was telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, genetically speaking, if, you know, black and white people keep breeding, that's what they call it, breeding, then, you know, eventually the the race will erase itself because of how dominant black genes well, are. All right, white folks, I need y'all to understand this. It ain't our fault that we got to dominate. Y'all over here, it's been thousands of years of oppression and, 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 and racism and fighting us because we have the dominant gene. We got a special guest out here in the studio we, we neglected to introduce. You want to come say what's up, sir? That's exactly. We just had this conversation yesterday. That's why it's kind of oh, this is easy. We literally just had interracial conversation. But anyway, we did. But why stop blaming us? It ain't our fault. We just. But I mean, can you understand this? We woke up on the motherland and walked around with our things swinging and hanging, eating fruits off the tree, and that we didn't know what we got, how we got here. We just wish we were there. No, we knew how we got here. Yeah, well, the first one said yeah. Yeah, then they. uh, Anyway. <laughs> that is, and I have talked to several different, and it's mainly white folks. And, and no, no, I ain't gonna say white folks. It's a lot of races that feel that way. That if you date or intermingle with black people and have a baby by them, you have now tainted your gene pool. But think about it though. Realistically speaking, scientifically speaking, if a white person, no, 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 if a white person. Marries a black person and has a, a mixed baby, and then that mixed baby marries a black person and has another mixed baby, and so forth yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, there will be little, little traces of Caucasian whatever along the, the generational line, and, and vice versa. Well, yeah, because their thing is, oh, if that happens, even though that's like a long shot, because there are other people in the world, you know, like Asians and Filipinos and, you know, well, whatever. Well, but the thing. the thing of it is, they're like, I don't want to risk it. I don't want my, my whole race to just go away and die. And I'm like, are you really? And somebody actually told me, a white person actually told me that a lot of Caucasians fear going extinct. Yeah. A lot. I've heard that. Well, a well. lot of has to do with it with uh, interracial dating. Now, what is your take on interracial dating? Well, first of all, I'm so I live in a society that is race based, and I have to and I have to acknowledge the fact of race and, and the and the segregation that that comes along with it. Me in my head, especially when it comes to women, I don't see no couple. <laughs> I like them all. Give me all shapes, size, and flavors. So therefore, when I hear people and they're like, even black folks, when I hear black women talk about black men getting with white women, I'd be like, yo, why are you so mad if that's his preference? If he found love with this white woman, why are you hating on his love? Now, I understand, because you do got those who, who, who literally 
kind of you know, program their mind to say all black women are bad and I don't even want to wipe those black guys. I smack the crap out of. I'd be like, yo, don't don't get it twisted. You can go like you can like the white pie all you want, but ain't nothing better than some peach cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know, you know, some apple crust, some apple cobbler. You know, it's what. You, so and then they you can have your preference, but don't make it such a racial thing that oh I don't mess with white folks, I don't mess with black folks right. because of this and that. So you like love who you want to love. I mean, and then... God is love. Tell them. Man, preach. Praise God, 4, 7, and 8. But anyway... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it doesn't really bother me to see uh, a black man dating a white woman or a white man dating a black woman. My only uh, disdain is when from that you get that, oh, white men are better or... I chose this white woman over this black woman because she was this, 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 and that. And then whatever those reasons are tend to cater to a certain stereotype. Yeah. You do have those negative, like, uh, stereotypes that come along with that. Because, yeah, sorry, when, when coming from the hood and you reach a certain status in life, then the next thing is to have a white woman or a woman that's of like a lighter a woman color, that can pass, yeah, longer hair that, that, that can pass. Because even now it's just it's just more about skin color and, and hair. And so once you if you were a nappy headed girl and you supposed to be have, and you supposed to be successful in life, then they kind of you your your peers They're like look, why are you with her? Your peers look down on you, so therefore you can't get no like you know. That's why in these music videos you see like these rappers and in the all they want is these light skin. But see, that's why I really girl. like. Wale's last little video that he did. Mm-hmm. What song did he sample? Uh, was, I don't know what song that, but it's the Pretty Girl one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, and it was just a bunch of black girls. Yeah. I love you. Oh, okay, so Pretty he sampled Pyt. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that whole video, he got mad love from black women all over the place just because he was able to show we are so many different things. We embody. As black women alone, if you want to just pull it out and just be one race, I would just say women, but black women included in that, mm-hmm. we embody so much about this world that men tend to forget or not acknowledge or notice sometimes. And it's like when you understand the variety, the everlasting list of possibilities that these women can be or do. It's like... Let me tell you this one, one thing, brothers. If, if y'all don't love y'all women, if we don't love our women, I'm going to go here. Somebody else will. And, and, I, and I truly, you know, because I've talked to so many different races and so many different people from so many different backgrounds, the one thing that, that is like literally uh, a consensus all, all across the board is that we love black women. Even the white, the corniest of white boys, they'd be like, man, I, 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 man, I love the sisters, man. I just don't know how to talk to them. <laughs> and I mean, like, there's just something about them. I said, oh, my I, God. I really love Did them. you see Scandal? I keep bringing this no, up. But when Melly, <laughs> when Melly has sex with her black campaign manager, Marcus, and then tells Olivia about it, she's all, oh, I got religious. I, I cried. Like, I was like, why do you think we love black men so much? I'm just going to say, I'm just saying, it's like for women. Women, black women start loving your black men because you know how many times I've heard from different races of your skin color is beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. Look at your strength. Like, they, the things that y'all, that y'all look at us and, and don't respect about us, other races are respected about us. Mm-hmm. So, 
is not a race killer. I believe that interracial dating is is a racial bridge to understand. Like, if you start hating yourself so much that you hate your other people, that part. that that you will that you will go out and see that other people love that, <laughs> and you're gonna miss out on your blessing. Mm. Preach, preach, tabernacle, cathedral. <laughs> you feel me? So at the end of the day. You got those. What my problem is, what I have to say, if I had a problem with interracial dating, is that when I do see my young brothers and my brothers do get with these other races, somehow we pick the bottom of the litter. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but I be seeing some of these brothers with alias white women. I be like, what in the world is going on? I know, I I know there's there's better picks out of that, and I know the sisters are better than that. Why are you demeaning yourself like this? So, like, I want to know, though, I want to talk briefly about any other theories that extremists extremists could believe in to justify their beliefs. Like, honestly, if I had to, uh, if I had to pick a definition, I would say I'm growing to be a black supremacist. Yeah. I don't know. Like, my tendencies are like, at the end of the day, I do see people as people. But I do acknowledge the fact that being black has its perks spiritually, um, emotionally, mentally, all type of stuff. I, I find the benefits of being black very, very nice. Right, so, so to so know I, I, that... I want to say this before we go further. Because I was actually having a conversation about this. Now, so do you believe black is your skin tone or is black your spirit? Well, I would say black is everything... It's it's a metaphor for sure, but I've taken that on to me everything about me, my my soul, my spirit, my everything. Because I don't think that my past experiences, if you believe in reincarnation or anything, has been, you know, anything other than this. You know, like when I when I have a poem that. I recite on a regular, it's called Illusion. It's like my signature poem. And I'm talking about how I can connect to emotions about past, you know, ancestral type stuff, whether it be the kings and queens of of our time or whether it be the slave trade or whatever. I feel that very, very, very deeply. Yeah, I, 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 so, say that. I don't really believe in reincarnation, but I do believe that cellular organisms, organisms right. we're supposed to pass out information. So therefore, what's in you is the same thing that's in your ancestors. Exactly. That information, that, it, and, that knowledge, that mm-hmm. power, it's all passed down to you. you and some, it's like, how can you explain can, that? You know what I mean? Can, like, some can't, but it's, uh, from, from, that's why in, like, Asian cultures die, they're so keen and tuned into like, yo, what's your ancestors? These are these where you come from, your bloodline. This is this is all like they remind their children constantly of like where they come from and who their ancestors are and their and, and their ancient traditions, regardless of what's going on now. So it's it's that it's that keeping in tune with your with, with, with your with your ancient self. And if those and you're totally right about that. You can tap into that pain, that knowledge, that that, that, that spiritualism, all that. But my thing is um, you get, you got it's we this world is so mixed and and so you know in, intertwined. There's so much black across the world. I believe everyone is black. It's the spirit. 
It's a, it's a, it, it, you can tap into even the dirtiest of white folks. You come, you came from us. At the end of the day, I don't care what what people say. Like we so separated from the no, they are us. At right. the end of the day, and vice versa. Like my my dad was telling me something once. He was like, you know, I am because you are, and you are because I am, and I I strongly believe in that. So I can't not treat you as a person. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna treat you as a person first, regardless. But when you start letting all that other shit come through. And, you know, permeate your vision and now you got these rose-colored glasses on affecting how you see things, well, then I get to address that. But what I'm saying about being a black supremacist is this advice. If me acknowledging the fact that me and my blackness is a force to be reckoned with and fuck all that other shit, then fine. I guess I am a black supremacist. I guess I do believe that I'm better than you if if that's really the case. But at the end of the day, you know, especially being a black woman, it's like we're not allowed certain things in this society. You get me? We're so I'm like, the only culture that, that is, it's almost offensive to be proud. Right. And that's yeah. my thing. It's like, if I'm proud to be what I am, then yeah, sure. That's exactly because what that you, is. You go, if you go to any, like, uh, we can even take it in, in a corporation. If you go to a job right now, what hairstyles are not allowed? <laughs> There ain't no, there, there, there is no like slick backs that are not allowed, no comb overs that are not allowed. You know what though? <clears throat> they see most of all most see. most of all jobs will tell you that that your your hair naturally how it is is appropriate. Like oh yo that. But it will be looked down upon because like I had a conversation with one of my managers. She's African American, and I told her I was like. I don't really like the way that I look right now. Like, yeah, it's together. It's, you know, whatever. But I'm seriously conscious of, you know, how my clothes look. What does my hair look like? You know what I'm saying? Because I know I can't just wake up like some of these other people, Mexicans, black, whatever, wake up, put some makeup on, and go to work. I can't do that bedhead shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I have to spend fucking time with my mane. You know what I'm saying? Before I can get it to do what I need it to do. So when those, when those, when I'm too busy trying to make moves and this and that, and shit happens, and I'm like, oh my god, like this, this is like a bad hair day for me or whatever. I'm thinking my job is on the line because I wasn't <laughs> as presentable as I know that I could have been. You know what I mean? So I don't know who else or what other race deals with that on a regular basis. And, and, and it's and just I, now I've being acceptable to have dreads. And, and I worked several jobs. <laughs> I've never seen them have a problem on, on their hairstyles. Like, don't be questioned about what they're wearing or their appearance. But one thing I can say, though, is black folks will take all the shit given to them and turn it to gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you know how much they... Oh, you don't like the it? The law and you don't government... Like it oh, yeah, and they get this way? Watch them twist this way. <laughs> but no, like, they, they used to tell us it was a law back in the day that you had to wrap your hair up. Mm-hmm. In those, in the little whatever, hide your hair. And so that's when we came out here and started wrapping our hair all nice with the little thing. We made it into a style. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck does that? So we're actually, so we're actually white boys just around. I'm like, boy, you ain't got no dreads. You know what I'm saying? And it was just for women, but that just goes to show, like, if you've seen that movie Hunchback of Notre Dame, the way that that priest or whatever was all hot and bothered by this exotic looking black girl. That's how it was. Oh, the hair is just so, ooh, and the body and the booty and the hips. Because now, you know, what used to be, uh, I would say, I wouldn't say taboo, but looked them down upon, like, pattern French, uh, pattern cornrows or, or, or French braids or anything like that. Yeah. 
now that's the that's the hot trend. That's the thing that people want to wear, and it's and it's presentable now. But before it was like, oh, look at those thugs, look at those people from the hood with braids. Right. But, you had braids. You're up to something. <laughs> but to bring it back full circle with the interracial dating and and, and all of that. I think that people are so fearful of change, and that's what exactly it, it, it is. Like, regardless if you, you, you look at yourself as a supremacist, I don't, I don't see you as a supremacist. I see you as a person that's proud. And being proud, may, may they look at it all, oh, you think you're better. I don't think I'm better than anybody, but I don't think I'm worse. Right. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. I'm not inferior, but I'm not exactly superior. Yeah, yeah, so, so but, I have, but now I have to wear my extra black badge. I gotta put the extra one over right. because you're telling me that I can't be proud. Because so it's like when you attack, you know, the one thing that I actually have, like, think about it, like, religion, yeah, but you gave that to me. Society, economic, yeah, but I was given those things by something outside of me. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you didn't give me was my skin tone, was my memories, were my experiences, was that genetic code that you just can't get your hands on. You know what I mean? That's the one thing that I have that's me. One is the magic number. That's what Joe Scott said. You know what I'm saying? So it's like once you, once I understand that the power that I need is within me already, who are you to tell me no, it isn't? So, Even though all these other things so are for, going on. So, so for people, I think they just fear like that that much. And the, uh, the perfect movie that, that I literally think that was put out at the best time. Watermelon Man. <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? Take the time to listen. Take the time to understand that you can learn something from this person instead of, oh, my God, it's a random old black guy. Yeah, for, like, you know what I mean? for some reason, I always sit back and listen to old folks, winos, and crazy people. I don't know why, but there's some, I think they have information that, 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 that we don't know. And that and we just refuse to listen. Like when a crazy person walk up to you, be like, "Man, the world's on fire. Y'all gonna see it all burn out." I'd be like, "You thinking in your head he crazy?" And I'd be like, "So when? Like, what, what, what do you know? What, like, <laughs> what background information do you have that I need?" <laughs> this lady was written about how China was gonna take over like two or three years ago. Hold on. But then when I realized they got completely crazy, I was like, okay, I, I was listening to it too long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's But all folks, winos, and crazy people are like, some reason I always sit back and be like, hmm, let me hear them. That's what we forget to do is sit at the foot of our elders and actually understand, you know, some things. We tend to set them aside, put them at home, and all type of stuff. And well, you know, we, we all parked the lean now, so it's just like, <laughs> I am the old folks. I am the old I am my elder. For real, they say we still it from them now. We like, come on, Grandma, give me a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, oh man, Omar Uncut. We just talked about some uh inter- dating and um race supremacist type stuff. Apparently I'm not a black I'm just pro black power. I would say pro people power. I ain't trying to block all lives matter. You must love yourself. Amen. All right. So, Preach. Let me call you. You know, let's talk about the rules. I think we should just let love be love. Let love. Love and let love. Love and let love. Love and let love. Uh, hey, good news. Um, Trump, I think it was Trump tried to uh, repeal Obamacare and it just, he got an L. Shout out to um, Obama for serving that L from wherever you are. You weren't even there. You were just sipping your tea. He was like, I'm going to make Obamacare. <laughs> right. He over there chilling with some lemonade somewhere. Oh, yeah, did you see his uh, little the house speaker, whatever his name was? Yeah. Keep fucking up, man. Appreciate it. We're going to keep serving you as many L's as possible. <laughs> but all those Trump, Trump people, you know, it's whatever. But anyway, oh, my God. We already 5,000. Queen X and LX. Peace.